0: This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Brad Parsons, who's the CEO and founder of Movis. G'day, Brad. Thanks,
1: Alan. Uh, Does Movis stand for anything before we go on? It does. Moving and industry.
0: Right. And and, uh, you've brought in the device that you sell called the Fit Machine, which is what your business is based on. Mm. It's What is it? uh, Twenty centimeters around. That size of a hockey puck, really. About the size of a <laughs> hockey puck. There you are, and it's it's what right, it is, and it's coloured bright green. If I can just, as Philip Adams would say, I hold it up to the microphone. You can check it out. Um, uh, so, what does it do?
1: Explain. What does it do? Well, it's quite simple, actually. It magnet attached onto machinery, motors, pumps, fans. Uh, within about a week or two, um, it learns the normal running of the machine takes the vibration, the temperature, and the sound, transmits that over to Wi-Fi and up to a cloud system, and we've got an artificial intelligence engine. And What that does is it learns the normal running of the machine, and when the machine's not running normally, it lets the customer know. So it predicts the failure of machines in advance. Right. There you go. (laughs) And how much does one of these cost? Uh, We run it on a subscription basis. Uh, Standard unit's about $70 uh, Australian per month. So that's a couple of dollars a day, right? Uh, and we've got this more advanced one, which is the ones that goes in explosive environments, uh, like an oil and gas or a chemical chemical plant that might cause an explosion if a spark came off. And that's a bit more expensive, but uh, we've put hundreds of thousands of dollars of R and D in to make that work.
0: So I guess it's a subscription because you don't just sell the the item itself; you right. sell you sell the, you sell the the process of monitoring the machine. Absolutely, it's a service,
1: yeah. So instead of instead of a human coming in there and checking it a couple of times a year, this thing's monitoring it continuously and looking for uh, issues. So did you think of it? I thought of the concept, but I got a brilliant team of people who actually built it. <laughs> so, so t- take us through
0: what happened between thinking of the concept and getting someone to build it, and then building a business on it. What, yeah,
1: well, what well, was that?
0: What, what happened? There? Was you, the process? You're, yeah. in,
1: you're in Brisbane, right? Brisbane, yeah. So we're based out of Brisbane. I, I joined a startup accelerator program called at UQ University of Queensland, and uh, joined this because,
0: is after thinking of the idea.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like, how what do I? We... What
0: made you think of the idea? What were you doing?
1: Uh, I was working in um, technology consulting to big industries, the miners, the rails, um, Sydney Trains, um, and it was really I was focused on automation and condition monitoring of the machines, really really big machines. We're talking locomotives and haul trucks, and I saw the opportunity, and the light bulb came on. Why can't we do this for all the machines? All the motors, all the fans, all the machines that drive industry—not in the big, you know, freight trains and haul trucks—and technology was was on this sort of tipping point where it was economical. You know, cloud is cheaper, AI is getting more powerful, mobile phone great electronics are getting better and better. Um, so we're on this sort of cusp of could we build this? How long ago was this? When ah, this talking? is uh, I literally started the business in uh, five years ago. Right, this month. Um, so we we went through a development cycle for about a year. We got a very uh, rough and ready <laughs> prototype at UQ at UQ. Yeah, we kind of built it. I um, got some students in, and you know, we all had a bit of a practice. Uh, so we got it to the point where it was it was kind of a working prototype, and then we, we kind of sold it into our first customer, which was a water customer, and uh, we kind of went from there. And now it's in sort of nine oh, so countries. So you sold it
0: to a customer before you had a business, really?
1: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> right. We sold them a PowerPoint, effectively. Um, but what we had was a, was a working prototype that was very basic, but it kind of did the job, and then we kind of evolved it from there. So, so how did you
0: fund the business?
1: Uh, self-funded uh, we funded it for a while until we got a enough um, sort we of bring projects your family up. my my family my my co-partner and my co-founder as well. right So the pair of us um, chucked in our day jobs and, and, and went about it.
0: So you had to I mean because that's where you had to hire technicians to to Absolutely. build it right yeah and and uh, how did you find those people?
1: Uh, quite difficult. um it's quite technical and obviously very complicated. you need. Uh, scientists, mathematicians, electronic specialists. Uh, it took a while to find the right people, um, but we managed to find a really great team, and they've been with us pretty much since the beginning. So, Yeah.
0: Because you've had to combine uh, actual sort of physical engineering with artificial intelligence um, uh, software development.
1: Uh, absolutely. And the unit you're holding in your hand there gets updated quite regularly. We update mobile phone app, the dashboard app, cloud, and, and these things on a regular basis, sometimes up to a couple of times a week. So we're advancing the product really, really fast.
0: Right. Um, so how many people are you charging 70 bucks a month?
1: Uh, we've, got, we've got customers in about nine countries at the moment. We've, we've got thousands of units out there. And um, I just did the math yesterday. We're, we're kind of analyzing, in terms of machine health, about about 4 million samples per month.
0: Right. <laughs> right. So So it's it's a good business.
1: It's a good business, yeah. It's a great business. you had to
0: raise capital? Do you you and
1: your partner still own it? uh, We've raised capital. So we've raised through, we did a Series A raise with Blackbird Ventures, who um, back Canva, um, obviously, um, through Telstra Ventures, and also Skip, um, who is um, Scott Farquhar from Atlassian. It's his personal fund with his wife. Um, So they're they're our Series A, and I'm out there at the moment um, trying to do another raise to, to expand more globally. Than what we're currently right. now. Can you tell us what the evaluation was in the Series A? Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> no, I can't. Let's <laughs> <Nice> try, though.
0: I <laughs> know, oh, but, but um, uh, so. At some point, you'll have to reveal your valuation, I guess. Yeah, if you, exactly. You, do you think you'll float?
1: Uh, well, at the moment, it's a pretty exciting journey, and um, obviously, we're you know we're still on this sort of steady steady growth curve. Um, last year, we won the High Growth Startup of the Year for Queensland, which was exciting. Um, but yeah, there's lots to do. I mean, the product is advancing at a rapid rate, and we will get new customers. We've currently got um, we've got a customer that's like a mile deep underground, and these units are operating at that sort of level, so um, it's pretty exciting. Uh, did, you have, did you have? Do you still have first mover advantage? Uh, well, certainly there's um, there's some very big competitors out there in in the market, but. Um, I Doing guess, the same thing? Not really the same thing. They're using the same technology that's been around for a while. They'll sort of take a sample maybe once a day and they'll give it to a human to analyze. Um, we're disrupting that by saying, you know, we're not using the humans to capture that data and to process it. We're automating both of those. So we can actually give a human, I guess, some informed um, data rather than just pure. data. Tell you
0: what, you do have first mover advantage in terms of using AI
1: exactly in this way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which means it comes with its own challenges. You know, you're kind of looking at people thinking, "Well, this is taking my job." Um, you know, there's there's this fear about AI taking that, and, it, and but you are. Well we're not actually. <laughs> really? What we're doing is actually making it more making them more productive. Because what you've got is you've got very qualified humans going out and you know, effectively putting a stethoscope on the machine and capturing a vibration. And then they're going back and trying to analyze that. What we're doing is we're giving that rich data on a regular basis so they can actually make better informed decisions. So rather than doing the grunt work, they're actually, you know, doing the high value work. Right. So it's a classic,
0: I mean, it really is a classic engineering startup in mm, a way. Very much so. Um, do, do, um, do you have advice for people about what mistakes that you've made, made?
1: along the way? Yeah, obviously you've we've, we've seen the hardware component and, and it's called hardware for a reason. It's hard. Um, I guess mistakes, are, you, you've got to sort of learn and iterate and and adapt fast, you know, you can't, you can't afford to um, rest on your laurels, you've, you've got to make decisions fast and often, often operating without the full information. So it's, um, it's quite a challenge. Right. <laughs> so uh, what are you going to spend your Series B money
0: on? What's the, uh, what's the plan?
1: Well, it's really more more international growth. Um, I think pre-Christmas I was on six weeks of travel, US, Europe, UK. Um, the market's there. Um, I'm getting lots of interest and lots of pull from overseas countries. Um, so really it's about growing the team locally, um, but also opening overseas offices in the US, um, UK, Europe, and, uh, and keeping the engine going. Does, do you feel like um, your product could become the standard machine
0: diagnoser or a machine what do you machine testing tool uh, around the world well
1: there's well we regard how, it as I mean, I suppose I'm asking you how optimistic are you ah pretty optimistic but you know in terms of I'll give you an idea of the size of this space um, there's about 2.3 billion motors that fall into this category of fixed rotating machinery you know motors pumps fans quite a lot of them um, will there be one player that dominates all I don't think so. I don't think that a market of that size—you know—you have to be Apple or Facebook or Google to be, you know, dominating that kind of size market. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're big Come enough. On, player. You can do it. <laughs> I think we can. But uh, you, you uh, can. I think we why can. Not? It's you know, if it's built here and, and made locally, why not?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, it's a—it's already. I mean, you're already an Australian success story, mm-hmm. really, and. Um, It sounds like, I mean, is anyone else popped up anywhere in the world that you're aware of that's doing what you're doing?
1: Not really. I mean, we've seen some players out of the US and and Europe that are kind of trying to do this as well. Um, but. You know, (laughs) it's a very difficult problem to solve. So you know, it's it's it sounds simple, and the concept sounds very simple, but the the mathematics and uh, complexity behind this is is astronomical.
0: Well, congratulations, Brad! Uh, Fantastic (laughs) effort
1: to to think of it and then make it make it happen. Really is great. Well, we wouldn't be here without you know a great team and some fantastic customers. So I'm really proud to. Um, to have everyone on board.
0: I'll be talking to Brad Parsons, who's the founder and CEO of Movis.
1: Thanks very much, Alan. Appreciate it.